Hockey Central at noon on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hey, everybody. Thanks uh, for joining us. It's Kelly Kirsch. And we have a show today. This is going to be interesting. Uh, not like your normal show, for sure. Um, stuff going on in the world right now means that we have to pivot a little bit. And uh, we're we're going to kind of dive into it a little bit. We're going to talk hockey. We're going to talk about the games last night, for sure, and a few other things as well. We'll have Eric Dehatchuk coming on in, in a little bit. You know, Eric and I have been uh, colleagues and friends for a long time and looking forward to having a, a really good conversation with Duha about uh, some of the stuff that's been going on. Um, but first, we start the show all the time, and uh, it'll be different, but let's talk to Lou. Flames insider Peter Lubardius brought to you by the Gemini Group. Imagine your life, your style, your home renovation should be a reflection of you. Give your home the Gemini difference. Visit GeminiGroup.ca. Peter, I, I know we've, we we uh, usually kind of like to dive right into the hockey and the content and what's going on with the Flames and... We've had some excellent conversations over the years, and this is going to be a different kind of conversation, one that, you know, quite frankly, you and I had a, a chat earlier today, and, and we both agreed we have to have it. Yeah. Well, you know what, Kelly? Um, the one thing about this segment that I'm always trying to, you know, I always feel that sports and people um, – you know, it, it, it really kind of binds us together, and sports in so many ways emulates life. And, you know, right now in our world, um, you know, again, we are reminded of injustice. We're reminded that as much as we love sports, that we need to truly start doing a better job of thinking about others and listening to others and being aware of others. And, and that's, that's not easy. I mean, everyone is, everyone is trying to do their thing. We're trying to survive. But the fact of the matter is, Kelly, um, you know, and I, I can only really speak for myself in this case, is that we, we are all brought up in certain ways. Um, you know, as humans, we are taught certain behaviors and the older I get, you just understand that your awareness, how you evolve, you know, we just, as a society, we, I truly think again, this week are being asked to really take our shoes off and get into other people's shoes mm -hmm. and listen and educate ourselves and understand that we do have privilege in certain cases that other people don't have. And, and probably the one moment this week that stuck with me, and I've always had great respect for him, I've, I've not spent time with him, but, you know, when I saw Glenn Doc Rivers the yeah, other night, for sure, um, talking tears coming out of his eyes, certain things are going to impact us. And we all in our own way have a forum to tell you to me, it, it boils down to this. And I, I don't have the answers. Um, I just have two words. Let's all do better. Mm -hmm. that, that's really, 
let's care a little bit more about people. Let's let's listen. Let's try to understand where not just we come from and and what our agendas are and, and what matters to us. But I think on a daily basis, if we just challenge ourselves as, as humans to care more about others, take more interest in others, know their story, actually ask and care. And, and those are hard things. I mean, yeah. those are really personal things. We talked yesterday, Kelly, in terms of, you know, even assessing hockey players. And you brought up a great point. And the great point was that for all of us, our level and our ability of being able to share is not just like somebody else. It's different. You know, how do we feel vulnerable? How do we make a difference? Well, in this case, and, and I in my life have been in a position to do a lot of talking, um, you know, the people I surround myself with, um, you know, my wife, Nancy, is, is very much someone whose heart hurts so much over how, you know, marginalized people have, have hurt and sometimes aren't understood. She's, you know, she's a sign language interpreter. And, and so on a, on a daily basis, she understands that, you know, the accessibility for others isn't the same. And so through her, I've I've evolved a lot in the last 10 years, but but evolved, Kelly, I think is really, really important because um, I don't think there's one human that comes out of the womb that are taught that 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 come out of the womb feeling, you know, a notice of color or difference, whether we want to admit it or not, it's taught, it's taught. Yep, so, it's, it's a learned thing, and and we we got we got to worry about our biases, right? And some of yeah. our some of our biases are unconscious, and some of them are very conscious. And I'll and I'll tell you, and I'll, I'll jump in here because I think people, you know, I, I you know sometimes I wish we could make the text line public because I think that would really open some people's eyes up to some of the things that people will say and text into a radio station. And I know we're going to get a bunch of people saying, ah, stay in your lane, talk about sports, you guys know what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, you know what, that's part of the problem, is that people keep doing that. And and I, we, yeah. we have to kind of, you know, pull the curtain back and get after this a little bit. And I think we're going to get there. I do. I, I think we're going to get dragged. Some people will, will be a lot more uh, resistant to change, but we're getting there. And it's taken... It's taken COVID. It's taken some horrible things down in the states to 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 kind of make people realize it. And I, I will tell you that you know some of the texts have been fantastic. And I, I will I will put this out to you. If if you want to call me once I get off the air, if you're a listener and you want to sound off and have a conversation, you are welcome to do so. Absolutely. My my phone number is on the uh, is on the website. Give me a call. Give me a little chance to get off the air, and I, I will talk to anybody. But I will tell you, we're not going to, you know, brush this aside and say, no, we're not talking about sports today because that is not happening because uh, this is too much and it's, it's too big and, and, and we have to get to some things. And, and I want to get some help. And, and Lou, um, there's a few clips I want to play. And Riley's, yeah. it, Riley's with them. Matt Dumba, Calgarian, by the way. Sometimes we forget yeah. that, right? Um, he has been... 
um, so vocal and so articulate and putting his money where his mouth is, by the way, in the, uh, in the Twin Cities with some of the charity work that he has done and, and making a big stand and, and putting himself out there. He joined our sister station, 650, yesterday, and I wanted to, uh, I wanted to play a clip about his frustration about the NHL. Now we're hearing that the NHL may um, postpone you know, post games, post games tonight. tonight, so that, mm-hmm. that might be a thing. So here is uh, Matt from, from yesterday. I don't know. NHL, we're, we're always last to the party, especially on, on these topics. So it's kind of sad and um, disheartening for me, but, and for, you know, my other members at the HDA, and I'm sure other guys across the league, but if no one stands up and does anything, you know, it's, it's the same thing. It's just that silence that, that you know, you're just, you're just outside looking in on, uh, actually being leaders and um, invoking real change when you have such an opportunity to, to, to do so. So um, I guess that's where that's that's my thoughts on it. So there you go. There, there's Matt Dumba from from yesterday, and you've known him for a long, long time. And, I have. Um, that uh, that's that's well spoken, and I'll tell you, he has uh, no, he has taken upon himself to really kind of. Pull some of his uh, NHL brethren with him, and I, I'm proud of him for doing that. Y- your thoughts on what yeah. you heard from Matt? Well, I, I've known Matt for a long time and have been lucky to spend some time with, with his mother and father, and um, they're beautiful people, and um, they, they really are. Um, you know, when you sit down with that family, you you just there's just an unbelievable warmth about them kindness and i always believe that the foundation that is set for us really again weren't we talking about what you're taught well you know in the dumba family there's no question about a couple things for me and that is they care about family deeply and they're warm loving beautiful people and so to hear Matt say that, understanding, and, and listen, Matt's a very caring, emotional guy. He really is. So, Kelly, I truly believe in these cases, those are the types of people that can really make a difference because chances are they're, A, through his experience and being a passionate, emotional person, well, when you are that, it hurts, and it hurts deep, and you know, it has to hurt, I believe, to have change. And then the hard part is, even after you and I talked, and I think about this so often, is that, you know, we live in a very reactionary world, whether you referred to the text line, whether it's social media. There also has to be an understanding, Kelly, that people right now feel helpless because this isn't going to change tomorrow. There isn't a quick flip there's not a switch it is truly and you hear me say this on our show a lot at noon it is progress it's not perfection we're not going to get there overnight but it has to change it It has to be different and our actions you know whether it's a hockey team trying to get to a better place whether it's a relationship between two people whether it's something that is so systemic and has been with us for so long, we have to do better and we have to do different. And, and I'm not saying I have the answers, 
But all I do know is that the more that we just care more about one another, and it becomes more selfless and more understanding and more listening and more open. But Kelly, it also, I'm going to say this, it also needs to be real. It can't just be how the wind is blowing right now. Exactly. And, 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 and sometimes people are, are, are like that because everybody gets enraged on, on social media. I, I get it, right? But when it's yeah. like, is it going to cost you something? Is it going to take, you know, that's what it's going to it's going to take. And, and um, you know, I, I'm... It's interesting. Last night, I'm, I, I was getting frustrated with 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 things, and I'm, and you know, I'm a manager, so I want to fix things. And and I know you, you know, yeah, yeah it's going to take a while to go. And I just I just had this thing. I was like, are 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 you kidding me? Can we not fix the police thing? That tells me that is a fixable problem. That's what I was like. Can we not just have some sort of emergency meeting with everybody and said like, can we fix this somehow, or do we have to take time? Because I don't think we have a bunch of time for some of that. The other stuff, I get it is going to take some time. And it's going to take time to change people's minds. But when we see stuff on our televisions and you see it on social media, it's like, geez, can we not get that fixed, Lou? Like, can we not fix, can we fix the police thing first? And then if we have that fixed, can we work on the other stuff? We can, but but Kelly, I think I think, and and you have a great feel for this. And I think you know when you're a little older and you go through lots of different trials and tribulations. I think um, e- even when I think about what you just brought up, is the part that we don't understand in terms of trying to fix the situation is we also don't know what it's like to be in other people's shoes. So. You know, so I look at your position and I go, you know, if if all I'm hearing every day is what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, like that influences us. Like what we deal with on a day-to-day basis, it influences us. It, 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 it makes us react in a certain way, but it needs to be better. And, and you know what it really boils down to, Kelly? It boils down to the leaders in every single aspect of our life that they have to be accountable first. And then, like we talk about in sports, you just can't hope for it. You've got to ask for it. And the fact of the matter is, our world has been what it is for a long time because what do we really value? You know what we really value in a lot of ways? We value money. Yep. and status and 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 things that we can buy and like honest to goodness and and i'm no different i value opportunity and the great life that i've had a chance to live through sports and opportunity and i'm thankful and i'm grateful but there but there's a price and we have to just it's not going to happen overnight but if we just value humanity a little bit more every day and get to know our fellow human a little more every day, then, then we're going we're gonna to make some steps. But we have got to change some ideals about what's acceptable and what isn't. And for a lot of us, it's our agendas and what we're trying to drive. Because you know what else matters for humans? Survival. So that line, Kelly, is a really fine line. 
for everybody. And the problem is, it's not easy, and it's never been easy, and it's never going to be easy. But what needs to happen is do better and keep trying to do different. And if and that doesn't mean just about wearing T-shirts, and that just doesn't mean about this segment. This means about, like, living it. And not because it benefits you in business or it looks good. No, because you care about humanity. Yeah. I, w- I want to play another clip in. I was, I don't know if I was pleasantly surprised. It was, it was neat to hear it. They had, uh, after the wild game between uh, the Avs and the Stars, they asked uh, uh, from the Dallas Stars forward Jason Dickinson kind of his thoughts on, on why they didn't postpone the game la- last night. And, and here's, here's his thoughts. And I, I just listen to the whole clip. It's really good stuff. The hardest thing to realize for this league, for all of us here in this situation, we come from all walks of life. We've got guys from all over the country. It's hard for some guys to have this hit home. And I don't want to say anybody's blind to it or ignorant, but, you know, we are a league of a lot of Canadians, a lot of Europeans. So it's hard when something like that doesn't hit home. You look at the MLB, you look at the NBA they're primarily American players. So it's easy to hit home for them. It's easy for them to take a stance against something. You know, Seggy and I take a knee and we get backlash that we are not Americans. We shouldn't be speaking up for something like this, but we believe that we're close enough as Canadians that we have a right to say something. And in Canada, you know, we face or have seen similar things. So I think it's it's difficult to kind of appreciate things as uh, outsiders to America. But, you know, we try to give our two cents where we can. And, you know what, tonight just didn't seem like that was uh, the right call to do. Okay, so there you go. There's uh, forward Jason Dickinson from the Dallas Stars talking about that. That's it. Yeah. And and I I liked how we went and talked about the Canadian and American thing, too, because when we see this stuff, we're so influenced by American entertainment and news, and and we see it. Um, But it's like, Look, hold the phone. We got some problems up here too. Maybe it's it's not quite you know on television like it is in the states where everyone's got a cell phone down there. We up, up here too. But do you know what I mean? Like it, it's 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 different. But I don't think we can say, oh, we're in Canada. Blah blah blah. No, but, no. But it is oh. different in Canada in some way. So that's that's the problem we have here, right? Kelly, don't you think in many cases change really comes from as Jason just alluded to? When things affect us personally, that's when it really hits home. And these are really difficult issues. And, you know, when you don't have have to deal with that or you don't come from those places, it's hard. It just, it, it is. We, we can't, in, in our unbelievable country, and yes, we do have problems. And frankly, Kelly, think about you and I are from Saskatchewan. You know, is, is there not a massive indigenous problem in Saskatchewan? There is. Absolutely. There's, there is. All there's, over the place. there's problems. There's problems everywhere. And, and you know, we live in a world now that I think for whatever reason, I don't know how we completely got there, but it, it seems like the middle, the middle people in some ways have been not eliminated, but it's, but it's harder. It's harder for people to, put a roof over their house it's it's a scenario now where to me at least from my perspective 
there seems to be a, a lot in the middle between the haves and the have-nots. And unless you come from those types of desperate situations, we can't understand. I've never had to worry about at least not having an, a meal on the table or, you know, being worried about walking outside. But guess what? There's a lot of people in our world that do. So if we can just spend a little bit more time educating ourselves, being a little oh, more selfless yeah. and thinking about others, I, I, there is no, there's no magic to this. And it's going to take more time, but, it, but it's going to require different. I, I like what you said right off the top. It's like, let's get out of our shoes and into somebody else's. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've all been pulled over by the police. It's not once have I worried about anything like that that we've seen in the States happening to me. It's not even my, on my mind. Never. No, me, me either. Right? And, it, and it's so it's like, think about that for a second. If you had to do that in, in your life. Like, yeah, like, I, I have. Like, and my goodness. Like, yeah. I mean, but, I, I just but, can't imagine. But, but Kelly, let's, let's not forget again. You know, we also talked in this hit about what we are taught. And, and the great thing, what I have terrific hope in, is that as, as much as it's about us, the 50s, and we need to play our part, well, you know, people at our station, Pat Steinberg, Peter Klein, Logan Gordon, Riley, they've come into these things from a different place. And I truly believe now more than ever we have to work with our younger generations who I think have been shown that it needs to be better. And, and we have to grow and evolve. And we need, in certain cases, depending on what generation you're from, we have to evolve. But, but we have to, with every text line and everybody, again, pounding on people, we need to work with those people, too. Yeah. So do. so don't don't be a young person and go this should be easy. Well no, it's not because you know what? You didn't have decades of years of different norms and different teachings. Got to work at this together. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I think there is a bit of a uh, a generational thing where the younger generation for, for sure thinks that they've got the answers and stuff. And I bet you we said that too when we were younger. Sure we um, did. But uh, sure we, did. we just didn't have social media back then. Um, and I, before, before we, I guess we're not going to get to hockey today. That's okay. We'll, we'll do it okay. tomorrow. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. We, I've got some, some good stuff I want to talk to you about when it comes to hockey. But, um, and I, I just wanted to, to to make sure that everybody understands that, you know, Lou and I have been talking here for about a half an hour and um, I, I have the utmost respect and admiration for our law enforcement in Canada. Um, you know, the city, city police, the RCMP, um, my, my uh, life before I got into broadcasting was with the, uh, the ambulance business as an EMT. And I got to see how hard and how stressful that job is life in, in, in real life. And it, let's not make, they're part of the solution for sure. They have to be. And we, I, you know, I've had some guys who've, who've worked for me that, that ended up being police officers and still are. And some people who've worked at this station that, that changed careers and became police officers. So let, let's, uh, we're with, with the men and women of law enforcement for sure. And I think you'd echo that. 
Oh, completely. It's uh, you, you have to be the thing people forget sometimes is that you have to be cut from a special cloth to really be in certain places. Does everybody do it right? No, they don't. Is there a-holes, if you will, in yeah. every, everywhere. In every, everywhere, in every profession? Yeah. But you know what? Here's another thing that we need to think about, too, is does it need to be better? Yes. But I know for this, I, I'm, I'm not going out fighting fires, and I'm not saving lives, and, and I'm not responding to, to, to violence and all kinds of situations, not knowing what may happen in the next five or ten seconds. Kelly, and, and it's probably a great way to end, you know, we've talked a lot about being in somebody else's shoes, just being a little bit more selfless. But I'll end, if I can, today this way. If we all, for a minute, just think about what other people do for a living, including ourselves, and think about how we treat people, and for once understand that we can't do other people's jobs better than they do or that we think we do all the time, you can't. Yeah. You can't just, again, everybody has opinions. Everybody has ideas. You know, I have very strong opinions on lots of different stuff. But the one thing I've always believed in is just that. I'm not good at fixing things. I'm not good at a lot of things. So I also live in a world where people right now are texting in saying, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. And that's fine. That goes with the territory. But I don't spend a lot of time in my world telling other people how to do their jobs because I've had one basically for 36 years, and I'm still trying to get better at it every single day. Yeah, no, well said, Lou. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for yep. doing this topic. Um, I'm not sure what we'll talk about tomorrow, but we will talk about stuff tomorrow. Well, I'm not sure we're going to have games to talk about, but no. we'll get to something. Okay, for... all right. Have okay, a, have, have a good night, one, Lou. everybody. Take care. Flames insider Peter Lubardius brought to you by the Gemini Group. Imagine your life, your style, your home renovation should be a reflection of you. Give your home the Gemini difference. Visit GeminiGroup.ca. It's uh, coming up on 1230 here in Hockey Central at noon. It's Kelly Kirsch. Riley Pollock is our uh, producer today and, and has some great clips. And I was thinking about all the clips that we have from, from yesterday and today. And I go, well, one of those is going to be our Bacardi spiciest moment of the week. For sure it is. Um, I think it almost has to be the spiciest moment. We'll reveal that on, well, I guess tomorrow, tomorrow we'll do that. And we'll fire it out on the old social media challenge, uh, channels. And you can have a look at it. It's all brought to you by Bacardi. It takes a real captain to make a bold choice made with aged rum for smoothness and blended with natural spices. Try Bacardi spice for your next home game. All right. We'll uh, take a break and, uh, we'll get Eric to Hatchick in this conversation next. On a, on a special edition, I guess, of Hockey Central at noon, right here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hockey Central at noon on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's Kelly Kirsch, producer Riley Pollock is here. It's about 1 o'clock. We'll get the big show going as we have a Logan Gordon and Will Nault doing things today. Obviously a different feel to the, to the shows today on Sportsnet 960, The Fan, for obvious reasons. And thank you, uh, checking the... Uh, text line as I uh, had a little break there and and people are supportive. I know there's some people who are just, I stay in your line, just play sports, but 
we're not going to do that today. We're, we're going to talk about sports when we can. There are some things, but there's this is important, and uh, we're going to talk about it. Uh, let's go down the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Uh, Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar now open with uh, limited dining service with all safety precautions in place. Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar, the best pizza, pasta, steaks, and ribs since 1975. Check them out. You can eat in. You can dine out. You can get it delivered. 6060 Memorial Drive in the Northeast. I've known this man for, Eric, it's getting close to 30 years now, and we've had all kinds of conversations, both obviously on the air and off the air, but we're going to have a, a different one today obviously, with, with what happened with the NBA and, and what we've been hearing from, from different sports leagues about Black Lives Matter. And uh, you've, you've seen a lot when it comes to uh, different things in, in the sports world. Give me where your head's at right now as we get into this here on, on this segment. You know, it, it, I mean, it's a great question, Kelly, because obviously, you know, yeah, I've been thinking about it a lot today. Everybody's been thinking about it a lot today. And and so I'm going to go in a different direction, and, and you'll, when I finally get there, you'll, you'll understand where I'm going. Because, because what I thought was, okay, how do, you, how do you really affect change, right? Because that's ultimately what it, what, what's trying to happen here. The, you know, the, the sports world is sort of joining together in a chorus to try and affect real change. So not symbols, not slogans, not, you know, T-shirts. They're trying to affect real change okay how 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 do you do that how do you do that and i often think so i go back in my own life and i think about the one time where something that i read really uh, or something that happened and something that i read really changed my mind and and it has nothing to do with race or anything like that it has, it has to do with concussions right so guy i really admired cam cole a uh, longtime writer in canada uh, long before i i used to think you know uh, you know Hits, hitting was part of hockey. Predatory hitting was part of hockey. Ooh, uh, loved it. Um, you know, I, you know, watch the Rock'em Sock'em videos from from Don Cherry all the time. I, I, like I, I was just part of of a of a group that that just felt that was part of the game. And so here's somebody that I really respect who got on the bandwagon early and said, "No, it's wrong. It is wrong to have predatory hits and and the type of hits that that ended careers like Eric Lindros's and 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 you know and ragdoll players that they're going to the bench and they're not even conscious. That, that, you got to get that out of the game. That's not the purpose of body conduct. So I, I know, and he was writing about this four or five different times, and and I sort of read it and I thought, you know, I, you know, this guy's smart and and I, I trust his. And so one time, finally, I sat down and said, okay, this is about the fifth time he's written about this. I'm going to sit here and really think about it. So I read the column. And then I read it again, and then I sat back and I thought, you know what? He's right, and and I'm wrong, and and so everything that I thought for 15 years about hitting in the NHL, I had to. I realized I I, I have to change. I, I have to I have to be better, be smarter, and 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 be more proactive in terms of 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 trying to beat the drums for this issue that concussions are really serious and, and they're dangerous and, and people's lives are affected. And, and so, you know, right around the you know, late nineties, you know, you can look it up. I mean, I, I started doing a lot more of the heavy lifting on the concussion file. And then when I went to the globe and mail, Roy McGregor and I did it. And I remember Roy telling me a story one time about it, you know, a reader saying, oh, you know, is tired of the fact that we were beating the drums on this issue. It's like, I get, you know, the reader said, I get it. Concussions are bad, but I, I, you know, I'm tired of reading about it. And I said to Roy, I said, we got, we've got to keep 
we got to keep talking about it because yep. eventually, like I changed my mind I, and, and that's hard to do. It's hard to get people to change their mind. But what, what changed my mind? Repetition, hearing it over and over again. So to, to, I finally got to the point where I thought uh, I, I have to change the way I, I think about this. And so to, to take it to the, the question that you raised, every little bit helps, you know? So if, if, if the NBA cancels games today and if the NHL yesterday and if the NHL cancels games today, Somewhere along the line, it, 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 it's you know it's going to make a difference. I, yeah. I think so. I, 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 think, I think it so will make too. a difference. Yeah. But 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 you have to keep at it. You know, you can't just you know like you can't just sort of do it for five minutes and then and then move on to the next thing. So it feels like society is changing, and 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 so you know if the NHL was slow to the plate, which I think they were, um, you know at least. You know, maybe maybe they'll get to the plate today. So I guess I guess that's my answer. There, I, you know, I, I don't know if that made sense to no, you. No, I get it. Uh, and, it's hard and, to get people to change. It's and and to we're and we're and we're with you, right? We're we we uh, Lou and I were talking in the first segment because there's, you know, there's our generation, the younger generation, and there seems to be some sort of conflict that the older generation can't change. And I imagine when we were younger, we we thought the same, but everybody is going to get dragged over the finish line because we're going to get here. We're going to get this yeah. done. And some people are going to be great early adopters and and help out. Some people will kind of go along just cause, and there'll be some people that will be resistant, and there's some people who just won't change. And that is kind of with everything that we've seen. But people are are, are getting this now, and 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 then then we talk about this, and I want to get your opinion on this because then as I I was thinking about last night, and I going well. Well, what exactly should I be doing right now? And I think everybody listening is thinking about that too. I mean, the majority of people say, like, "Well, okay, I'm, I'm driving in my car. I'm working today. I'm doing my thing. Well, what what am I supposed to do?" And th- and then I thought, okay, well, y- you see stuff in the states, and you kind of go, okay, well, they have all kinds of different issues. We have different issues in Canada too. And I thought, okay, well, how do how do we how do we make a change like one by one? It won't be anything drastic, but is there one thing we can do today to to kind of do it? Okay, I've I've been listening. I've reached out to people. I've I've heard their stories. I've, okay, I'm getting that point, but mm-hmm. but for me, it's kind of like I I'm not on the uh, I I can't I can't do anything about the Kenosha Police Department. That's that's out of my scope. I can't do anything about that, but I can on this radio station make sure that this is an important topic and and drag some people with us that is like no oh, you know we're not I don't want to talk about that now it's like you know, stick and we're getting lots you know people stay in your lane talk about talk about the games last night it's like oh, we'll get to that for sure but there are some mm-hmm. things in life that that are more important and this is one of them Eric yeah well you know I mean both of us have been around long enough to know that you know that there are moments in time where where it, it appeared that that you know that, that things were, were were making a turn for the better in terms of racial equality i mean i, I remember i think what was the 1968 olympics you know john carlos and, and tommy smith the black power salutes at the olympics how controversial that was but but that was a rallying cry um you know muhammad ali um you know he he was a, a, you know outspoken about uh about civil rights, uh, you know, there have, there is there is a history of of sports figures making a difference, and I think that that's part of of um, the conversation that seems to be going on in social media. You know, uh, you know, why should we listen to sports figures? Well, well, well. Sometimes, you know, in, in the past, you know, you, you can argue that you know, you know, some people will argue that things haven't gotten any better, but but I would say that 
that probably they have, you know, like there's been small incremental steps forward. And a lot of it has been driven by people who were in the public eye who took a stand. And, And it was a difficult stand for for, for those runners, for, you know, for, for, you know, for, for Ali, uh, you know, in, in terms of what, what it meant for his boxing career and, and, you know, endorsements that he probably lost because of, because of the stance that he took. But, but he, he was saying, he, he was saying something important. It was an important message. And, and so that, that's where we're, where we're at right now. And so I think that that, you know, people will collectively listen if enough people are, are getting, you know, on their soapboxes and saying, you know, we're at a critical point in history and we have a chance, we have a chance to, to, to make a difference here. So let's keep beating the drum. And, and again, I go back to something I said in my original answer. I think it's the repetition. You know, people can sort of casually go along in their lives and, and, and just not really think that it applies to me or, or, or it's, it's, it's something that I, you know, I'm, I'm busy with my life. I'm dealing with you know, the, the coronavirus, uh, yeah. you know, I've got... Or I can be outraged anxiety. on social media, but when it really comes and it, and it costs me something or I really have to kind of do something a little extra that's out of my wheelhouse, well, maybe I don't want to do it. And I think that's where we have to drag ourselves to. We, we kind of have to make sure that maybe it is uncomfortable and maybe, you know, some of us that have privilege and stuff, it might it's going to have to cost us something that maybe makes us uncomfortable or makes us feel that... Um, whether it's, it's, it's hard to put into words, but I just think, you know, especially with social media, everyone's outraged and everyone's going to just say whatever they want to say, but then they go away. I said, well, that, that doesn't do anything either. Right. We have to have something that's real and and, and something that's tangible for people. Yeah. And, and I do think that, you know, you made a reference earlier about, you know, like it, 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 uh, it, you know, if, if the, if the next generation coming up is, is more socially responsible than, than, you know, the last generation, then, then that's, Really, those are like critical um, ears, to, you know, that, that you have to reach. And, uh, you know, I, I think, so my, my son played hockey from 9 to 17, eight years. I was assistant coach seven times. And we, we had like a, a, a rainbow coalition. And it was amazing how, you know, you had you know, people from all kinds of backgrounds, ethnicities, uh, gender. You know, we, girls were on the team. And, and they got along so well. Like, we had no problems. I, I can honestly say you know, in, in all those years, I got such a kick out of out of all those kids from from all those different backgrounds, and seeing how at that age they they all got along, it was it was great. It, it heartened me. Like it, you know, a lot of the focus right now is is on how uh, on how little tolerance there is in the world. But but that was actually not my experience. You know, uh, the little bit of hockey coaching that I did, I, I found yeah. the kids coming up had had a had, had a great deal of color. They 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 were colorblind. They they were. It seemed to me that the generation coming up behind us was far more colorblind than than any generation that had come before us. So if if if, if that continues to be the way, then then things are headed in the right direction. And that's that's where I want to kind of bring it back to because I think this is where sports can really do it because people say, well, stay in your lane, just talk about sports. But this is where sports can, can talk about society because what, what brings people together more from all different age groups, all different cultures, you name it, it comes together in a mass appeal way than sports. I can't think of anything else that does. And it's one of those things that they have a very strong megaphone whether it's the NHL, MLB, NBA, NFL, they're all very, very strong. Um, and this is maybe, this is where maybe, you know, if the politicians can't do it, maybe society and sports will. 
Yeah, no, that, that, I guess, is the point that I've been trying to make, too, that, it, that, that it's an important platform. Um, people pay attention to, uh, you know, to what athletes say, think, do. And, um, and, 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 and we're seeing, you know, like everybody, you know, jumping on their various soapboxes and using their platforms to, to send out this consistent message. Um, and, and so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, to me, you know, uh, the, the problem is that, you know, I mean, maybe games will be postponed for a couple of days and then eventually we'll get back. And then, a week will pass and two weeks will pass and, 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 and will anything really be different? And I thought, I liked Anson's, I saw Anson Carter um, talking a little bit about the difference between saying and doing. And, and I thought he made a really important point. And he was saying that he lives in Atlanta and, uh, you know, and, 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 and disenfranchisement is, is a big issue in the black community. And, and they're using, you know, the, the arena there to as a polling station so that's a tangible difference that is going to get more black voters to the poll and that's something you know real yeah something real that's it's real. not just talk it's not just rhetoric it's something real and and that's you said that you know that if if other uh, team owners and, and organizations can do that and, and turn their buildings into into voting stations you know maybe that will make a difference maybe that means that there'll be less you know, mail-in voting necessary in the states. Maybe more people will turn out in the next election and and shift the political winds a, a little bit. And 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 so I, I thought that was a great suggestion, honestly. But you know, there's a big difference between saying and doing. And and he gave a tangible example of of a of, 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 of a sports team that was doing something. And and more should follow 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 suit. Yeah, it's going to be one thing at a time. And but but there is some urgency to kind of to get some of the things that are that are really that are really prevalent. I think there's some there's subtle racism, there's stuff that's a little little more stinging and then there's the stuff that we're seeing uh you know where where people are losing their lives or becoming, you know, gravely injured. I I, I think there's just you know, I I think with that I said it with Lou is like can can we get that fixed? Work with everybody, work with all the stakeholders and get that fixed as soon as possible. I think that goes a long way. I don't, I, you know, and I'm not, it's easy for me to say it, you know, because I don't, I'm not the one on the front line. I've, I, I've got a lot of friends that are police officers. I know how, how hard it is. And I, I've heard stories and it, it's not easy, but, it, but they have to be part of the solution because we just, we just can't keep having this over and over again. Yeah. Well, the pot is boiling right now, but, but in one to two weeks time, it will be simmering again. And, and you hope that, um, that attitudes have changed and that, you know, that, that the, that, that there are, star, you know, in, in, in every little precinct where, where there's an issue, somebody internally is saying, okay, we, we just got to, we just got to make, we got to be better and we got to make things better. And, and yeah. that, that's, you know, that's the only outcome that you can, uh, you can hope for. Okay. Different conversation than we normally have. I, I wanted to have it and uh, we'll, we'll get you on next week and, and talk more hockey, uh, but I appreciate you kind of being honest and open and, and talk about this very t- tough subject, but I think it was necessary today. Okay, thanks, Kelly. There we go. There's Eric Tehachek, one of our NHL insiders, as we uh, change gears a little bit here on Hockey Central at noon. Got the boys coming in after 1 o'clock. We've got Steinberg off. That means we've got Will and Logan taking you through. They've got a busy show lined up, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but uh, it will be a busy one for sure. Well, I'll tell you about Inside Hockey. You can check that out in the 5 o'clock hour. It's all brought to you by Calgary Co-op. The beer tastes better when it's 
bought from a place that cheers for your team. Visit your local Calgary Co-op Wine Spirits beer today. We'll take a break and we'll play some more sound. Uh, some really good stuff. Want to hear from um, a couple different people, and we'll do that. Uh, do that next. It's it, some shocking audio that really will will make you think. It's next on Sportsnet 960, the fan. Hockey Central at noon on Sportsnet 960, the fan. It's Kelly Kirsch, producer Riley Pollock, making way for Logan Gordon in hour one of the big show. Will Nault will join at two o'clock in for uh, Pat Steinberg, who is off. This week, Boomer is off as well, so uh, we switched a few people around. Seems to be a theme around here. Um, and obviously, today is a very different day. Um, Riley, what, what we're seeing uh, from some of our insiders, that it's likely to be postponed, the games that we were going to have on the radio today. Is that correct? Is that what are you... Yeah, what, what's the latest? I haven't seen it from official from any of our guys yet, but... Uh, Judging from Twitter, it looks like today's games will be postponed, and there's a lot of talk of tomorrow's games being postponed as well. So okay. that's the latest. It seems like it's inevitable that today's games for sure. Yeah, and we'll have to and figure I, and out I think, the rest. And Jay's looks like they're it's might not be happening either. Jay's Boston might not be happening as well. For it looks like what I saw. So that will be interesting to see. We'll keep you updated on on what that. I don't think it would be a surprise to anybody. Um, okay. So we we wanted wanted to play some some audio, and I'm not sure which one we should play first. I think we'll play Kevin Weeks first. Um, used to be in Hockey Night in Canada. He's now in the states now on the NHL Network. Uh, former goalie in the NHL, an awesome guy. I remember, we had him on for an amazing conversation uh, during uh, during the real pandemic lockdown, nothing happening kind of thing. So um, he's he's an awesome guy, and um, they. They had him on uh, 590 and kind of asked him, like, okay, what, where are you at with what's going on and, and the NHL's role in all this? We're talking about something repeatedly that we should never have to be talking about in the first place. And what makes it so challenging is we are always in a position to have to talk about it repeatedly. Mm-hmm. It should never be the case. And that's what's so disheartening about it at times. But on the other end, and the silver lining in that is at least, and it should never come at the at the expense of people's lives, unfortunately, and or their ability to function in the case of Jacob Blake, who's now paralyzed from the waist down, I believe. If there is a silver lining in that, is it does present the opportunity for discussion and it does present indisputable evidence and hopes through this discussion they can further advance race relations and further advance um, the possibility for less police brutality and maybe for Mm -hmm. some police to administer appropriate force in certain situations as opposed to excessive force. And and then it can also just advance equality, which is really important for me, just humanity one-on-one and equality across the board. Yeah, well said from from Kevin Weeks uh, earlier today on our sister station, uh, Sportsnet 590 in Toronto. And it's not hockey, and it's not a hockey player or a guy who used to play hockey. It's a basketball player, Chris Weber, who uh, played a long time in the NBA, big college star, and now uh, works as an analyst on on NBA television. And um, played this earlier, I think, on the Rintoul show, and he's just kind of sums it up and just says it in such a such a great way so here's here's chris chris weber from yesterday we know it won't end tomorrow we know 
that there's been a million marches and nothing will change tomorrow. We know vote. We keep hearing vote. Everybody vote. But I'm here to speak for those that are always marginalized. Those that live in these neighborhoods where we preach and tell them to vote and walk away. Charles Barkley came to my high school. Just seeing him in the locker room, seeing his hands and his body, that inspired me. You can't see something. You can't be something until you see it. And when I tell you the little kids that have called me upset, I have a godson that has autism and I just had to explain to him why we aren't playing. I have young nephews that I've had to talk to about death before they've even seen it in a movie. If not now, when? If not during a pandemic <laughs> and countless lives being lost, if not now, when? That's, that's all I just want to hear from the rest of the night while everybody's pontificating and thinking and soapboxing and all of that. We know nothing is going to change. We get it. If Martin Luther King got shot and risked his life, Mega Evers, if we've seen this and all of our heroes constantly taken down, we understand it's not going to end. But that does not mean, young men, that you don't do anything. Don't listen to these people telling you don't do anything because it's not going to end right away. You are starting something for the next generation and the next generation to take over. Do you have to be smart? Yes. Do you have to make sure that you have a plan? Yes. Do you have to be articulate about that plan? Yes. All of those things. But that's what you're going to do. They're professionals. They know how to be the best of themselves. And so I applaud it. I applaud it because it is the young people. It is the young people leading the way. And I applaud them. There you go. I, uh, I wanted to play that again from, from Chris Weber. I thought he, he touched on a, a lot of different things there for sure. Okay, we're a little out of time here. Uh, we've got the big show ready to go. Logan is ready and fired up. He's got some special guests that are very timely. We'll get to that. And Riley is on the uh, on the trending now beat. He will uh, tell us what is postponed, what is not postponed, uh, any other news that, that comes down. I imagine we'll be hearing it here pretty quick. So let us out. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it, guys. I know it's a different show, um, but I thought it was important to do. And as always, your comments are, are welcome, and we welcome them all. Uh, text line 960-960. You text in your, your thoughts. Love to hear from everybody, and we certainly have today. This has not been uh, – uh, you know, nobody's neutral on this for sure. All right, we'll take a break and uh, get to Logo next right here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan.